Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 136. If thy soul check thee that I come so near, swear to thy blind soul that I was thy will, and will thy soul knows is admitted there, thus far for love my love suit sweet fulfil. Will will fulfil the treasure of thy love, I fill it full with wills and my will one. In things of great receipt with ease we prove among a number one is reckoned none. Then, in the number, let me pass untold, though in thy store's account I one must be. For nothing hold me, so it please thee hold, that nothing me a sweet, a something sweet to thee. Make but my name thy love, and love that still, and then thou lovest me, for my name is Will. That was Sonnet 136 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chatterley, and I am joined, as always, by a a very reflective-eyed-looking... Reflective-eyed-looking Thierry Healers. Okay. We're, we're recording these slightly later in the day than we usually would, so the light from your monitor is kind of bouncing back off of your eyes. It is. It, it feels very weird having to switch the light on, because it is already quite dark here. Yeah, While also it's, it's... rain, which isn't helping... <laughs> Yes, at least you had power last night. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a letter through the mailbox saying we will. We we uh, regret to inform you that you will be without power between seven thirty and seven forty-five a.m. on on Valentine's Day, February the fourteenth, kind of thing. Just like I, I probably, I, I won't notice. No, fifteen minutes. That's that's, that's not that that's, long. And at seven thirty, who is awake at seven thirty? That's not a time that exists. <laughs> if I see seven thirty, it's from the other way round. <laughs> staying up until yeah. It's like oh, right. power count. That probably means it's it's morning now. I have to go to bed. Ah, <laughs> uh, the power cut. We had a proper power cut last night. We were without power for about an hour and a half. And it's just mental how much you you rely on it. It's, I kept thinking, well, it's fine. We've we've got the electric heat. Oh no, I can't use that. <laughs> um, well, I I I just cooked my lunch. Oh no, my oven's electric. Well, I use the microwave. Oh no, the microwave uses electricity. Oh, I just sit down and use my computer and watch TV. Oh no, they use electricity. It, yeah, everything uses yeah. electricity. Read a Not book. Like- well, yeah, but I had to have candles out. Reading a book by candlelight is hard. Mm, people did it for hundreds of years. Yeah, Listen to an audiobook on your iPod. Well, that's uh, eventually what I ended up doing was was um, using the last bit of battery on my phone and and listening to some radio series and stuff, which was fine. But anyway, none of this has got anything to do with Sonnet One Thirty Six. It has everything I, I... to do with Sonnet One Thirty Six. You willed yourself to pass the time. <laughs> this is this is, I guess, the the ending of what we were talking about on the previous sonnets, where he keeps using the word will. Quite I a hope lot. it is. If it keeps going on, I'm giving up. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Sod it. We almost made it to the end. It's, it's gone silly now. Just... It does It does feel a bit like it has gone silly. Especially with the line, Will, will fulfill the treasure of thy love. That sounds like such a childish thing to write in a poem. Yeah. It, and, um, I don't know. I, I quite... I like the sounds of it. Will, will fulfill the treasure of thy love. Fill it full with wills and my will one. But it's just... I don't know. I hadn't read it Braley before I kind of skimmed through it before we started recording and okay. and just really reading it well really for the first time now it's just a kind of hmm 
what? <laughs> yes. It, it, it seems to be, to me at least, to be kind of a begging... His relationship with the Dark Lady is very different to the Fair Youth. With the Fair Youth, he was quite almost happy to, to worship the Fair Youth from afar. He would have liked more, but he I think he was quite happy where he was. Whereas with the Dark Lady, he seems to really want to get to know her and she must reciprocate reciprocate and this is all very much the end um make but my name thy love and love that still and then thou lovest me for my name as well it's it's very much kind of you've got to love me why don't you love me yet yeah true it's it's he, he's getting more openly obsessed rather yeah. than just an obsession from afar and i i wonder if there's I don't know. Maybe this is me being a bit too academic. I wonder if there's sort of a, a, a parallel between... With the Fair Youth, it was quite intellectual. His his love for the Fair Youth was very intellectual. It, it referred back to the Greek mythology and Roman mythology and Christian mythology. And it, it, it kind of drew on that. And, and, and Plato's... The shadow thing that you talked about, the cave of the shadows, was there. Whereas with the Dark Lady, it seems baser it seems more feral and more instinctual i suppose more sexual would be although he's yeah there. it's yeah and i i quite like that comparison at the moment i'm i'm enjoying that anyway although like you say the wills are getting on, getting on my nerves maybe that is also a contradiction well juxtaposition between the fair and the dark as well the the, the other ones being more pure and more far away and then the the darkness, just the more instinct, kind of the more base, the, the lust rather than the love yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, that I yeah that makes sense. The the darker side of human nature, the the male need to conquer and hold and and well, male needs probably human need. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't know if they feel those same kind of drives to own and, and dominate and they probably on my Thatcher <laughs> but she was crazy what I love about Thatcher <laughs> that's, that love that's about... her reply just she was crazy <laughs> well she she used to come out going I can survive on only four hours of sleep a night and it's like yes and that's why you're absolutely mental during the day yeah true I reckon if, if she got a good night's sleep, if someone had slipped her a sleeping pill, she'd wake up the next day and go, oh, the NHS is quite a good idea. I quite like minors. And and she would have been a completely different person. That's that's my theory. But, but we'll never be able to if, test If it she'd now. slept six hours and I'd... The 80s would have been the most peaceful, progressive time in British history. And She would and have been in... out there burning her bra on the French steps <laughs> of, of Downing Street. Oh, politics. Oh, give me back my underwear. <laughs> not while it's on fire. That's not good. No. Yeah, Bernie if, you, if it, it might be a trick. Just nice circus performance. Just <laughs> coming out on a one-wheeler. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher on a unicycle with a flaming bra on. That's, if you take nothing else from this podcast, that's the image we want you to take. I now want someone to draw that image for me. That, that's well, we, we we could ask our um, our favourite illustrator. Ah yes, and when we shall Tumblr it, Tumblrize it. I I'm gonna tweet that at her right now. <laughs> you must do this. Excellent. Uh, and I will go back to the the science. Um, 
I, I will admit I haven't read this one very much, and I'm very sorry for that. Um, but it's a boring one. <laughs> thus it's far a very boring from... one. My, I, I, yeah, I like that. Thus far for love, my love suit sweet fulfill. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing <coughs> love suit is kind of suitor, as in we suit each other, we fit together, rather than my love suit. These are these are my clothes I wear for loving. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a bit Zach Brannigan. It. So I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I. I imagine that means. Yeah. Thus far, my love, my love suit, sweet fulfill. I, I don't think know. it means Maybe. that they are. They fit together. Possibly. I don't really know what else it. it um... huh. The the Oxford English Dictionary. Gives for a. Uh... Wooing or courting a woman. Solicitation for a woman's hand. Okay. So it's the act of wooing, yeah. I guess. That's that's for suit. It doesn't actually have love suit, but but apparently it's um the word suit has predominantly a legal meaning which also shades into other meanings related to pursuit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so then it is the the act of He's actively pursuing this, this yeah, woman yeah. in this relationship, which is it's good. <clears throat> I mean, I, I I think it's good. The character, and I, I, it's an assumption, I guess, that this is all one character. That this is the same character that that had fallen in love with the fair youth. It could be a different persona, yeah. There's not been anything in the narrative to kind of suggest that's happened, though. No, especially right. since we thought we, we he was talking about the fair youth as the third party. Yes, although again, that was just a just a, an a assumption. Guess. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's we're kind of floundering in the dark a bit here, Shakespeare. It's not good. With 135 previous sonnets, you thought you could have laid some groundwork a bit. Yeah, I. It's weird. <laughs> that's that's great insight. Thank you. <laughs> you're you're very welcome. I'm here weird. all week. <laughs> that's it. Let's move on to the next one. It's a bit nice. This one and the next one. Uh, one word Shakespeare reviews. Weird. Acceptable. Fighting. <laughs> Macbeth stabby. <laughs> It would work. It, King it, Lear, it would work. wordy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, it all works. Oh, um, I don't know what else to say about this. I'm of all the sonnets, this is the one I'm most stuck on. We found sonnets where we were stuck before. I suppose. Yeah. But this one seems I can't even. Other than the repetition of will, which we talked about in the in the previous, the previous on one, anyway. yeah, which I'm hoping is coming to an end, and and the desperation. I think that this strikes me as desperate, especially after what we've had with the fair youth. He's he's desperate to be loved by the by the dark lady. He just seems desperate to be loved. Full stop. Just yeah, just the entire way fair. through, even even the the previous ones, it was admiration from afar, but he was still desperate to be loved. He, yeah. he still got slightly more and more obsessed towards the end of that series. 
But there was a yeah, a desperation for a relationship of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, but then love comes in many different shapes. It it does not necessarily the I wanna screw you love. It it can also just be friendship kind of thing. Oh, that's true. That is true, but I don't think we're dealing with that in this sense. No. But this is this is definitely a I wanna be with you, why won't you come near me? I'm not that stinky. He probably was. He probably what they all were. His dad was a was 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 a leather maker, wasn't he? So well, yeah, that and also mm. the lack of showers and soaps. Oh, showers! How did they cope without showers? Perfume. Let's see, that's just and you know everything just stank, so they didn't really notice it. <laughs> it's like going on a farm. Like the first hour, everything just stinks, and after that, you just go, Meh. just yeah. your it's, it's, nose just adjusts. You know, you never see that in Doctor Who, where the Doctor walks out of the TARDIS in, in Shakespeare in England and goes, what is that smell? Yeah, just, whew, I'm, I'm going to go back inside for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> go on, companion, off you go. You, you, you can go exploring this time. I'm going to stay here. That should so happen. Well, surely not just in that Shakespearean episode. He goes to various different... Surely not every planet has the same... Not even the same composition of air. <laughs> That's true. And you would just... Maybe sometimes his voice should be really deep or really light. It's just <laughs> a really high-pitched... I wonder if there's some wibbly-wobbly... Oh, God, I hate that phrase. There's some crappy TARDIS explanation for it. The same reason they all speak English, isn't it? Isn't Probably, it? Kind of yeah. Like, the TARDIS has got a magic breathing field around your mouth. <laughs> That's why he never has a companion with a beard. It doesn't work with beards. Has there never... No, there hasn't really been a doctor with a beard either. No, exactly. Damn them. That's Mm. that's because you're not allowed beardy people on TV very often. Beardy people can be on TV for two reasons. They can be Santa Claus or they can be paedophiles. Those are the only two reasons you're allowed beardy people on TV. Yeah, in Hollywood, the people with a beard are often evil. The villain has a beard. Or when they do... like, There's an episode of... Well, there's several episodes of Star Trek set in a parallel universe, and and usually <laughs> it's the same actors, obviously parallel mirror universe, I should say mirror universe, yeah. And and they just have a beard because they're evil, and it's just it, it's I, yeah. The, the Americans have a massive phobia of beards. I don't know why. I can't stand shaving. It's awful, horrible. That's that's my main reason for having a beard most of the time. I just not even. I just lazy. Yeah, I can't be so, bothered to get up in the morning and then just waste another five minutes with shaving. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I just have hair in my face. Yeah, doesn't doesn't bother me. Unless you're, and sometimes when you when you get drink stuck in it, you can have like a second drink. It's amazing. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever drunk from my beer. Oh, from my beard, out. not beer. You're you're definitely missing out. I, I don't I don't ins- I wouldn't store drink there, but sometimes it's quite good to go. Mm, oh, I was drinking beer earlier. Mm. That mm. <laughs> I may be freaking you out now. I'll, I'll be quiet. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Sonic one three six. I don't I don't really have anything more to say. No, I no, and I think that's a shame. It feels like there should be a lot more in this one. It feels like this should have been the payoff to something that's been built up to, but it really, 
doesn't feel like it actually does it. Maybe back in the day when he wrote this, writing his own name into a sonnet would have been amazing and such a clever thing to do. But nowadays it just seems like such a prophetic, self-serving, childish thing to do. Well, even my notes are just... It's just explaining the vocabulary. It, it's not... <laughs> There are there, there's like new. maybe a dozen lines of commentary. There's nothing else. This sonnet continues the play on the word "will" begun in the previous sonnet. Uh, we That's, got that. Expands it yeah. further into various puns on something and nothing. It is impossible to say how many Williams are involved, whether as lovers or as husbands, or when the poet himself is intended, except for the fairly unambiguous final line. Okay. Yeah, so boring then, basically. Yeah. Even the notes are saying it's a bit of a explanation one. I think then, in that case, you should you should. I read I will out. I will try. Sonnet one three six. If thy soul check thee that I come so near, swear to thy blind soul that I was thy will, and will thy soul knows is admitted there. Thus far for love, my love suit sweet fulfil. Will, will fulfil the treasure of thy love. I fill it with... <laughs> you just paused. Yeah, I was expecting another will. <laughs> You're adding them in? <laughs> will, will fulfil the treasure of thy love. I fill it full with wills and my will one. In things of great receipt, with ease we prove, among a number one is reckoned none. Then in the number let me pass untold, though in thy store's account I one must be. For nothing holds me, so it please thee hold, that nothing me a something sweet to thee. Make but my name my, thy love, and love that still, and then thou lovest me, for my name is Will. That's just just that final line, just, just reading that out loud to myself. It's like, love me because I am William Shakespeare. <laughs> there is a bit of that. And he's lucky he's got such a nicely rhyming name. If his name was Thierry. Yeah. Yeah. Make but my name thy love and love that air. And then thou <laughs> loves me for my name is Thierry. <laughs> Just that little bit on the last line. I've done a 15 oh. lines on it, damn it. Fairy, berry, Mary, Cherry, Mary. There was an old TV show that had a character in it. There was a character in an old TV show called Mary Berry, who was awesome. Isn't that um, the, um, the, the, the great big British bake-off? Is that Mary Berry? Uh, the, I, the old probably. woman who just stares at the cake yes, with Paul Hollywood. Is. Ah, so the character in the TV show was Mary Cherry, I think, from an American TV show called Popular, which was something I used to watch as a kid. Not seen that. Anyway, that was Sonnet 136 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I have been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. I just dribbled some water all over me. But, well done. <laughs> I, I, I have been Thierry Healers. I'm quite wet now. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. <laughs> Oh my god, this is such a professional <laughs> Oh, we shall see you next time for Sonnet 137. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>